This is the Bama Podcast with Marty Solomon. I'm his co-host, Brent Billings. Today, we return to ordinary time on the podcast and prepare for some fresh studies of the text. It's time. It's time to start a new chapter, start a new session, start a new, turn over a new leaf. Shout out to your um, church colleague, Jeremiah Johnson, on that ordinary time thing. He's been mentioning that a lot in his sermons and... I uh, apparently found a way to apply it to the podcast. There you go. I do love it. It's an interesting time in the church calendar that people have said a lot of things about to make it anything but ordinary, but that's the idea. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So let's maybe start in case you're wandering into a podcast app and it is, you know, giving you our most recent session. And if that session is session eight, season eight, as it will appear in the podcast apps, um, this is not the beginning where we are. This is this is the beginning of a new season for us, but it is uh, not the beginning of the work and not really um, not the best place to begin. The best place to begin is at the beginning. And so you want to go all the way back to episode zero to our introductory lesson. And um, we kind of lay out the whole idea of what we're doing here. And of course, even since we recorded those original episodes, we have learned and we have grown and all sorts of things have happened, but that especially um, sessions one through five are intended to go through in order and give you an overview of the Bible and church history and the grand narrative that God is telling in the world. It is all one big story. And that is that is the suggestion. Obviously, we can't reach out of your phone or your computer and make you do that. But that's our suggestion. Yeah. And I, let me go back to something you just said a moment ago. And and we've talked about this at our last, we had a retreat not too long ago with the Bema teaching team. Um, talk. We, we talked about, we will at some point, I'm almost positive. I don't know when I'll make no guarantees or promises to you, but at some point we got to go back and kind of redo that body of work, probably with the whole team with everybody's voice involved. Um, because you said it a moment ago, Brent, we, we were different people back then. Um, we started this podcast in 2016. That was a long time ago. Like not a long, long time ago, but that was a long time ago. Can we were, I was a different person in 2016. Were you a different person in 2016? Uh, yeah, no kids, a different world, a different, uh, yeah. Seven years actually makes a pretty big difference. Yeah. And, and guys, I got to tell you, I've learned a lot over the course of those eight years. I've learned a lot. Marty Solomon has learned a lot, just like I learned a lot in the eight years prior to that. Um, so I get emails. We just got an email recently um, from from people that they will they will point out how unwoke some of my – and I, don't, I mean that in a positive way. Uh, I mean, they're right. They're right. I, I thought in season one that I was this – great warrior for bringing down the patriarchy and speaking positively about women and redeeming the role of women in theology. I mean, that's one of the more common emails that I get is women listening to season one saying, man, there's some things that are just so beautiful and so life-giving and so freeing, but then you do this other stuff over here. And that's just, that's just me being ignorant. That's just me having not 
grown and learned. That's just 2016 me. I would totally agree with you today. And so at some point, we got to get back there and kind of redo those things because those things are super important. Just know when you're listening to that, if you have the opportunity to hear us now in 2023, before you go back to 2016, just hear us say, I mean, I don't know who you were in 2016, oh, listener, (laughs) but I would imagine that you were somebody different in 2016. Um, The world was different in 2016. Our cultural consciousness of what we talk about and how we talk about it and what we accept and what we're angry about was wildly different in 2016 than it is today. And so these things are kind of locked in a period of history. And that's important to me. I just want to, I just want to acknowledge that when you want to be like, Marty, you're so, you're so wrong in the language you, yes, yes, you are right. You are. I just want to say you're right without any passive aggression And that was where I was at then. And luckily, Jesus is still working on my heart. And it took us way too long. It took us years before we added uh, any women to the Bayma team. It took us years before we had a woman that we interviewed on the podcast. It took us years before I broached other conversations that have made people upset. Um, That It's just all a part of the journey. So be gracious with that. But there is a body of work um, that started back then that Brent referred to those first five seasons really are kind of the larger body of work. And we'll get back and redo it. We will. We'll make it more. We'll make it better. We'll improve it. Um, but that's the main, that's the good stuff. And Brent, you've, you've given a, um, an encouragement before about, and I like this recommendation, binge the first five seasons, like however you driving in a car, working out, running on a treadmill, just Put that on 1.5 speed and just binge through those five seasons because you can always go back to the sections that you were like, wait, let me do. And and then you can get caught up to real time. They're always there to go back to. Um, but yeah, it, would you give any more words to that than that? Yeah. And, you know, make notes if you if something intrigues you in the moment, like, sure, make a note of it and say, hey, I, I definitely want to go back and check out episode 43 again. That was a really great one. Like, sure. But then don't just like re-listen to it three times in a row right then. Like, keep going because yes. the idea of those five sessions are to get the full picture of the whole story that God is telling. And yeah, we don't, we do, we go deep in certain spaces. Like we do every verse of Matthew. We do uh, every verse of Romans, every verse of Galatians. I'm trying to think if there's anything else, but like, we're, we're focusing in on some areas and we're going wider on some areas. Like, yes, there are stories that we skip, but the idea is to give you all of the tools that you need to do that study yourself. And also to have this, like this full picture of what God is doing in the world. I think to this day, episode 190 is maybe the most important episode we've ever done. It is the session for capstone and it is the long review of the the whole podcast up to that point so the bible Mm, yep so if you if you want 45 minutes of like what what is happening over the course of the entire bible in 45 minutes episode 190 it's such a good review we used to review every day in class that's right not quite every day but darn close to every day yep because if you if you lose the the full picture of what's going on, then you get focused on this story and you don't realize how that fits into the narrative. And so it's just, it's, it's so important to like have that big picture and it's so good to go deep on stuff too, 
But if you only ever go deep and you never realize how any of those stories fit into the larger narrative, then you're missing out on so much. Yeah. And be equipped to go dig deep on stuff because not only was I less of who I am today back then, but I was also wrong about some things. I Sometimes I just got details wrong. Sometimes I misspoke and sometimes I had it wrong. Um, sometimes I got Sometimes I say Hebrew words wrong. Can you imagine that? Brent L L loves to let me know that I, uh, you know, said what? That sometimes really you're wrong and sometimes <laughs> it's just a different, uh, dialect. Yeah. And then sometimes I misheard some of my teachers. Sometimes I've gotten Ray wrong. Sometimes I have misrepresented Rabbi Foreman. So when you find something, dig deep and go find out. And if you're like, man, I, th- I think Marty's wrong on that. Chances are good. I'm probably wrong. Um, <laughs> we're just bringing it to the table so that we can become aware of those things, dig a little deeper. Um, I love N.T. Wright is famous for saying, uh, you know, I'm, there's 10, 10% of what I'm about ready to tell you is wrong. I'm just not sure which 10% it is. Um, and I've always loved that little statement because I'm getting some stuff wrong. And at this moment, I don't know what that wrong is. And as I learn it, I'll try to fix it. Um, but that that's what this whole journey is about. So growing, learning, becoming better, um, and not just becoming better with more data, but becoming a better version of ourselves, becoming better people. Uh, more character, more integrity, more um, selflessness, more Jesus-likeness. So yeah, 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 yeah. We're going to get some stuff wrong too. So so keep studying, keep digging, keep looking. And uh, yeah, just know that there's, it ain't going to be a perfect body of work. No, and we're not perfect now either. Just to, just to be clear, it's not like, oh, we were wrong back then, but now we have it figured out. No, we're just, we're just more aware than ever at uh, how much we don't know yet. So sure. yep. we're yep. just move forward one day at a time, one episode at a time. And we, we learn as we go. And, uh, we're, we're thrilled that so many of you have chosen to join us on that journey. Absolutely. Well said, well spoken. All right. What's go? What else is going on? Well, uh, I think we should, you know, give a, a brief state of Bama and talk about what, what is coming up. Okay. I like that. What is coming up? Do you have, do you have a calendar? I don't know. What do we got coming up here? I got some, I'm going to be on, I'm going to be on the move this fall. You are. Um, Some of the stuff's going to be some private events and it will be on our websites, but um, some of it is I have a big trip coming up in like November. I'm going to be on kind of a, it's not really technically book tour anymore, but there were some places I didn't get to on book tour and I'm going to be swinging through like Oklahoma city and Texas and so pay attention to the websites and where my schedule might be. And you can see there are going to be some meet and greets and some public events. And uh, I'm going to be busy and on the move there for for quite a while. I'm going to get some personal vacation in as well. I'm going to do a little hunting thanks to a friend of ours, a little Bayma listener. And uh, really excited for that. Um, but uh, yeah, that's going, to be, that's going to be November. And I have not scheduled 2024 yet. So... Um, that's some of my upcoming events. Just to be clear, Oklahoma city in Texas does not cover all of the places that you didn't get to on book tour, but they are among the places you didn't get I to mean, on book I, tour. I don't want to make any more promises. I do have a short list. I missed all my folks in Seattle and Portland. I missed, where else did I miss? I wanted to get up to Chicago and <laughs> Michigan and I didn't get up to the mitten. What else did I, man, I just, I just, there were some areas I missed. There's many, many places to go. And yeah. I just want to make sure people realize that uh, you're thinking about them too. I know you. I'm thinking about all of you. All of you. <laughs> we love you. So talk to me about how communication strategies have changed. You, uh, you know, completely stepped away from your normal rhythm of answering emails and 
messages and all of those sorts of things during sabbatical, what, what is the strategy going forward for Marty to remain healthy and remain happy to return to work? Yeah. Uh, this is actually really hard for me to grapple with and, and express and talk about because one of the things that I value a lot is being connected to, um, people, uh, regular, normal people, big people, small people, um, people that are really connected, people that are nobodies. Like I, I love to be connected. Nobody's a nobody, but I think you get my, my point. Um, I, I don't want to be drawn towards this, this platform based, you know, I'm only going to talk to the people that, you know, get me something like, nope, I, I love to be connected to people. And so that's part of the reason why I travel the way that I do. And I love to do meet and greets. Um, and so, but the flip side of that is I did need to come up with some new boundaries as far as particularly social media, emails, digital communication, and, um, and sabbatical provided a perfect opportunity to break some of those habits. And I'm not going to, I'm not going to step back into some of those habits that, that don't need to come back. So, so one of the things we're doing is just, we're just using the contact form. So, um, we're, we're really not, um, putting out, you know, contact Marty links and email me directly and, and all those things where we really have one contact form and we have a, a team and a team that's growing and, um, and they can help get, and some of those emails will need to come to me and they've already, I've only been back for less than a week and I've already gotten some of those emails. Um, they'll, they'll get to me. The emails that need to get to me will get to me. And the ones that don't will be sent to the right place. Um, and we won't get to answer every email. Um, and that's hard for me, Brent, that, I mean, I don't know how, I don't know how well you know me in this regard, but it, it's hard. It's a killer discipline for me not to to answer and respond to and acknowledge every single message. <laughs> but we're at a point now where where I I like I think Brent does know this about my personality. I like like no exceptions, complete uniformity of application of principles. Like I if I'm going to respond to emails, I'm going to respond to every single email and and that just has not been healthy. So we're letting the team get involved and we're protecting me a little bit. And we've got a social media coordinator, a media arts coordinator, uh, Shakoa, and she's helping us run our social media platforms. And so it used to be me and people would kind of find these back doors where they could get on Facebook and they knew that Marty was going to answer the message because it really was like literally until <laughs> what four months ago, it was Marty answering the Facebook messages. It was me. It wasn't Brent. I was the one that had access to the Facebook. It was me. Um, and that's changed and, and I'm not going to pick that back up. So th those are all healthy things. And part of me, I think you can hear it in my voice. Um, it kind of breaks my heart. Um, part of me, it doesn't break my heart at all. I'm living the dream. Uh, there's, but there's a part of me that I want to be connected to people. I, I actually don't want to be connected to people because I'm a raging introvert, but I, I, it's being connected to others is so important. And I love to hear your names and hear your stories and meet you and be reminded about this thing that Jesus is doing. And he's not doing it in podcasts and big churches and big organizations. He's doing it in people like everyday, normal people where the Holy spirit lives and dwells and moves that that's where Jesus is at work. And, 
And so we're going to find ways to make sure that I don't get disconnected from that. That's a, that's a big priority to me. Um, but I can't do it all. What did I miss? What did I miss in there? Well, uh, you know, I, I've said it as I've been going through this transcripts, I've been seeing like all the things that I say to close an episode or whatever. And it's like, I've said so many times that we want to hear from you. We want to wrestle with you. We want to, um, be a part of whatever God is doing in your life. And that hasn't changed. No, we just have to figure out a way to do it in a healthier way Yeah, that we're not burned out Yep, and that we can continue to do the work that we've actually been called to do. So yeah, I'm a hundred percent with Marty. It like the idea of getting a message and not responding to it is devastating to me. Really? I'm, I've never been as good at responding as quickly as Marty has, <laughs> but, but I do respond at some point, even if it's four weeks later, I will, I will respond. And the idea of just like, Oh, I'm going to just, I'm going to see that come in and I'm just going to set it aside. And it's like, ugh. yep. but yeah, I mean, I'm trying, whenever I have any reason to go anywhere, I'm trying to do my own meet and greets, um, or whatever. Like I still would love to meet anyone. I would love to hear any story. It, it's just, yeah. Yeah. I, I will always prefer to drink coffee in your living room over answer your email. Oh yes. That, 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 that will always be, it's just so much, it's just so much more Jesus to break bread or to shake your hand and to look in your eyeballs than it is to to answer an email. And so if I can keep the priority in the right place, it means I, it means I get to talk to less of you, but I will be able to talk to more of you in ways that matter the most. And, um, so, yeah. Yeah. That, that, I mean, it just goes back to the, the idea of discussion groups and community. Yep. Whether it's a Bama discussion group or, or something else like getting together with people. Yep. And this, this was, you know, Reed and Derek on their friendship episode when I was asking like how, like, do you have to be in person? Does it have to be flesh and blood? And it's like, well, it doesn't have to be, but man, yep. if you, if you're not doing that, yep. you're, you're missing something. Yep. And so, yeah, I mean, it's, we love to talk to all of you, um, but we can't talk to every one of you. And so how do you, how do you fulfill that? Yep. I Like, would you call it a spiritual need? to be in a relationship with people? I mean, oh, I think, uh, yeah, I think I, so. I, I think you have to. Now, I, I'm aware of how often that's been abused by by churches or spiritual leaders trying to force you to get into their church programming or whatever, whatever. But, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, yeah. setting that aside, like our need to be connected to other human beings in some way. And yeah, uh, there are some good, hard and fast rules and there are always kind of even exceptions to those rules, but the the, the need to be connected to somebody other than ourselves is just, and we know that we know we, we sense that deep in our bones. Some of us struggle with it. I think you acknowledged it in that same episode with Reed and Derek Brent, where you said, you know, a lot of people actually might've been Reed that said he gets emails often about, I really struggle to make friends. And we know that that's a struggle for many too. So we, we know how important these things are uh, deep down. And, and so we won't, we won't stop acknowledging and affirming that. And if you do get a response from one of us, that's just like a sentence and it seems a little terse, uh, you know, I, I wish, I wish it could be more than that. 
but if that's all it needs to be, then that's what we have to do. But just know that our heart behind it is still like one of deep love and appreciation for, um, for who you are and who God has created you to be. Yeah, absolutely. And that, and that response would acknowledge that there was something there that made us got, this deserves even a moment if it's a sentence or two uh, to not fall through the cracks. And so, uh, hopefully we'll, we'll be aware of that and not commit that sin too often. But when it does that, that that's the world behind it. Yes. Well, that got deeper than I expected. <laughs> yeah, that was going to be a sub point that we just moved right on by, but there you go. Uh, okay, what's next, Marty? Uh, well, we always give a word in our in our intros episodes, I feel like, to just our gratitude for those that support us financially and and what the needs are and and those kind of things and and so we we do have we don't have the we we have needs, but there those needs evolve and they change as as we grow. And so we don't have needs in the same way that we used to have needs like a long time ago when it was about like, will Brent have enough money to get paid like at the end of session four or wherever it was. And and now we're in a different world where those aren't the same questions we're having. We're trying to build a team like we just got done <laughs> two minutes ago. We just got done talking about like how difficult it is to field all those messages. And and part of that is bringing a few more people onto the team over time, like making sure that there are more bodies than just Marty and Brent. And so we have Marty and we have Brent and we have Brian and we have Josh and we have the co-hosts and we have Shakoa and, and all those people work for us and they're, and they get paid. And, and so the needs are different. It's a different kind of need. And, and despite what Derek James Rohr, the third said in episode 356, <laughs> Marty isn't uh, trying to take over the world and Baymaz not trying to build an empire. And, 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 and we, we don't, we don't always like, we don't, I don't want to become this thing. that's like, we need more money. We always need more money. Um, cause that's, that's not what, what Jesus is doing, but there is more that can be done. And if people love what we do and want to enable us to do those things that can be done, um, and steward that well, then, then there are needs. So, um, one of the things that we're looking at doing in the next year or two, and I think we've already talked about this at the end of last season, but, um, we are looking to hire some administrative executive help uh, so that I don't have to give as much of my time and energy to things that maybe don't have to be my job. Um, there's a lot that I do day in and day out, week in and week out that is largely administrative executive and not really even in my my strengths, my giftedness, my wheelhouse, the life-giving part of what I do. And and we can find some people to help with that. And that releases me to um, do more and not just create more Baymaw stuff, but allow me to be in a healthier space to lead and guide this space um, with, with more attention and presence and, and health, spiritual health, emotional health, um, vocational health. And so that's one of the things we'd like to do next. So uh, we're just kind of waiting to see if that's what God wants to do through you all financially. So anyway, uh, that's a long way of talking about some of the some of the current needs as they evolve and where we're at today. Um, when you go to give to our ministry, just know that there are lots of options. And uh, let me just talk about some of those options because one of the one of the things that's helpful is when you pick where you want to give. It tells us as an organization what you value. 
So when you when you're the type of person that's like, I love to give to the general fund because I know that that's an overlooked need. I know that people don't like to give to the administrative overhead. I know that that's not, you know, the sexy part of ministry. So I want to give there. That lets us know that that's that's where your heart is. That's the helpful part of giving to that spot. Some people want to give directly to Brent Billings or Marty Solomon, not to us personally in our bank accounts, but to our 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 support, our compensation, our the things that we need to live and move at impact and and do our jobs. And that lets us know that that's what's important to you. Some of you will write and they'll say, okay, but what's the greatest need right now? Because some of your hearts are to give where the need is the greatest. We actually created a spot in the budget where you can give to that, by the way. Um, there's a drop-down menu option that says greatest need. And when you give to that, we have identified uh, almost like every quarter, like what is the greatest need right now in our organization? Somebody that's struggling, somebody that doesn't have enough support coming in, and we're going to funnel that. The people whose heart it is to meet the greatest need, you can you can literally give to that need. And that need changes all the time. And so... That's the place where you can give, and we can give it to wherever it needs to go, uh, whoever needs that support the most. Um, and then there's just Bema Ministry. If you want to give, if you want to support the work of Bema, and you don't care where it goes, you don't. You just want the most versatile place you can give um, that communicates that you want to support what we're doing is to the Bema Ministry option. And so that's one of the places you can give. And that that we can use that for everything that we do at Bema, from buying equipment to supporting our staff um, to absolutely anything that we do. We, we, we'd like to give stipends to our co-hosts to make sure that they're paid for the time. They don't work for us, but whenever they do an episode, we like to pay them for their time. That's the place where you can give, and that, that's the most versatile place where we can use money for our ministry. So just know that your financial support we always, every every live stream Q&A, every intro episode to every session, we love to take time to say, we see what, what you're doing with your generosity. You're giving this money to God through our ministry, and then God's asking us to steward that well. And that means something to us. We really appreciate it. I, it's hard to fathom, Brent, what's happened in the last three to four years. <laughs> I can't remember how many years you've been working for Impact now, but yeah, coming coming up on four. So where we were at four years ago, and at that point, I don't, I'm not even sure we had really done many financial asks at all. But then we, it was basically exactly four years ago when when you put out the call to yeah for people to support the ministry so that I could do it full time. And it's wild. It's wild what God has done, and I don't want to ever take that for granted. Um or steward that poorly. So um, so if that's something that God still did, just know every single one of you that gives a monthly gift, some of you give $10 a month, $20 a month, $5 a month. Somebody gives $1 a month, by the way. Um, that that matters. We That is what's making the difference. Some of you give these large, crazy gifts that we just like, <laughs> We the team will see it and we just go, oh my goodness, um, thank you. So all the ways that you give, to our ministry and support our work. Um, we, we, we appreciate it. We bless God for you and thank you for doing that. And there's, there's more to be done if that's what, um, God chooses to do through you. So thank you. It is almost terrifying to consider what a fully armed operational Marty might be able to do 
because <laughs> no, I don't. feel like I feel like you already record so many episodes and so many videos and read so many books and blah blah blah. <laughs> yeah, but I think that that would be that would be really good, and maybe it doesn't mean like you're going to see more episodes or more videos, but you'll see uh, episodes and videos that have twice as much. Uh, research and thought put into them like yeah like that sounds awesome like we don't know exactly what that's going to look like if if that's what ends up happening um but yeah it's it's uh it's exciting yeah yeah absolutely no i think you're right one thing one thing that would not change if you were to be given more time in that capacity because you are already at capacity is the leadership of trips to israel and turkey and that uh, got a little crazy while you were gone on sabbatical, Marty. Yeah. Speaking of things that God is doing and hard to imagine. Um, yeah. So just for perspective, the 2018 trip yeah. had so few people on it yeah. that Marty had to shuffle some things around and make some concessions and just like, okay, I know we don't have the minimum number of people, but can we please make this work? Yeah. I had to beg GTI <laughs> to let me go with 12 people. I'm like, and they made it work for me and they were so generous. I don't know if they, yeah, it was just, and, and now it's, it's not that anymore. So, and now the Turkey trip registration filled up in 40 minutes. Yeah. And I, and honestly, I'm, I'm all the things, all the emotions I'm, I'm, I'm shocked and I'm blessed and I'm, I'm frustrated and I'm sad. And I'm, cause I want everybody that wants to be able to do this, to be able to do this. And, and there's other people that do these trips and, and we're going to figure out, I don't know what we're, I don't know what we're going to do, but we're going to keep working on this. We're going to figure it out. Um, Chances are good that in the future, for the next round of trips in 2026, we may be moving to a lottery system of some kind. Like you put in your request and you have a party of two or a party of six that wants to go, um, party of one. And we just start drawing parties and until we fill up a, a group and and see how that goes. Um, that That's probably one of the best ideas we have on the table right now. I don't know if that's what we'll do. But that's probably changing. So we do, we do have one more trip coming out. Um, that's probably not going to take an hour to fill up, I'm betting. Um, Brent's probably going to be another less than an hour before the trip moves to a wait list. And, and we know that people don't know, like people don't know when the email is going to come out. We know, like we totally get it. And I've had some of my best friends not get on the trip. And I, I have an ethical commitment to not make any exceptions and not do anything so there's no backdoor way to get on oh, it is what it is first come first serve i don't know what else you would say here it's just a staggering thing i got so many so many emails marty and so many questions like oh can we can we do this like can you can you just send me a text when it's like no i can't yep <laughs> our own staff our own staff at impact um wanted wanted like special like can you just let us know when the email is going to go out and it, and it was no no we can't <laughs> we can't <laughs> um uh so yeah at, yeah i don't even know what to do i don't know to talk about it positively i don't know to talk about it uh, negative i don't it just is what it is again it's one thing that we're gonna steward um marty's not gonna do more trips than we've got um marty's gonna do the I, I'm doing all the trips I can, and that's what I'm going to do uh, for now, for the foreseeable future. So um, every other year, those three trips, and we're going to figure out 
how to steward this weird thing where everybody wants to come. And that's beautiful. That, that honestly is beautiful. It's beautiful. I'm so thankful and grateful that people would want to come do this experience uh, with us. We're going to figure out what to do. So there you go. What else would you add, Brent, to that? Uh, yeah, I would just say it is it is very, very difficult to get those emails saying like, uh, I just tried to write it like, you know, 53 minutes after the hour. Yep. I just tried to register. It's telling me it's full. Is it really full? Yep. Uh, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Especially when they come with the story of, <laughs> and here's why I want to be on the trip. And you're like, oh, man. Uh, just rips your heart out and I'm glad you share your story, but man, does it rip our heart out? Cause there's nothing that we can do. Um, but yes. And you've put a bunch of stuff, by the way, Brent on the website, you've, we didn't used to put anything on the website and now you've given like everybody, like all the deets, like here is how the process works. If you're not on the Bay mom messenger newsletter list, you are not going to get the registration link. If like you, you tell people what generally what it's going to cost and, the itinerary, and you've put some details on there. So you can throw that link in the show notes that people can be as informed as they can be for this fall. Yep. We're, uh, by the time this episode comes out, there's only a few weeks until uh, the last Israel registration opens up. So if you are hearing this shortly after release and you are not on the Bama Messenger and you want to go on that trip, that is literally the only way. It used to be, you know, just just two years ago, it's like, ah, we'll send it out first in the Baymont Messenger, but then it'll be on the website and, you know, you'll have a few weeks and it'll fill up eventually, but you'll, you know, whatever. If you want to go, you can go. And that's just not the case anymore. Yep, absolutely. All right. I think we got some few closing closing thoughts here before we get out of here. Yep. Let's uh, some some campus ministry thoughts. Ah, uh, yes. Yes. We are part of a campus ministry organization. Baymont Discipleship was started as a ministry to college students, specifically at the University of Idaho and Washington State University. Um, yeah. Talk about I mean, we talked about uh, going back and recording yeah. The earlier sessions again, like, yeah, you used to go through this material, like sessions one through five, you covered over the course of four semesters and you were going through that cycle every two years. And so it's like, yep, we, we actually haven't iterated on those, those first chunks of material in a while. It's actually a, a break from the way that you started this whole thing. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it, yeah. 2011, long before the podcast, five years before the podcast was ever a thing, I had this sense that young adults, particularly college students, were going off to college. They're in this season of learning. They're in this season of development and being trained for life. And part of what they're going to ask questions about is their faith and and church and fellowship and and yes, the Bible. I think I think I thought college students back then were intrigued by the Bible. I did not think they were turned off by the Bible. If anything, they were drawn to it. But they also had all these questions, and the current status quo wasn't going to promote questions or answer some of those questions well. And so we started this thing, and it was just a, an attempt to remain committed to the Word of God, but bring a solid, historically grounded uh, hermeneutic to the way that let's take their let's take a college student's interest in the Bible, and let's equip it with sound hermeneutics. Like let's pull them deeper into the Scripture. Like, let's not give them shallow consumeristic garbage. Let's actually pull them deeper. Let's call them, and and students loved it. And that's, uh, 
what Bema was, but it was always designed for that young adult. Um, and this was before deconstruction was such a buzzword, but it was designed to help a young adult do that work, do that deconstruction work and reconstructing like, okay, let me pull my faith apart. Let me put it back together. Let me do it in a way that's informed by history um, and good exegesis. And and yeah, and th- and then that class grew and that class grew and that class grew and it kind of was this growing thing. And then my job changed and that's when the podcast uh, came out, still designed for really just my college students or any other college students. And yes, it would be nice if other people wanted to listen, they could listen to. And then, and then that all changed. But behind it all has remained my call, my vocational call, my job as the president of a campus ministry organization at Impact Campus Ministries. And so, yeah, part of, of what Bema has always been has been a, a part of this campus ministry thing. My job has always been this campus ministry thing. Um, Bema has been a part of that. And so uh, Bema has always been a part of Impact Campus Ministries, and we will throw our website in the show notes there so that you can click on that and and see that. But um, that's been that's always been where our heart is, where my vocational feet are grounded, where my uh, my focus always kind of has been is how is this hitting and working for college students? And um, and so that's who we are. And so part of, like, if you were to go to that website, part of what you're going to see about impact is our commitment to pursue what we call pursue, model, and teach. Um, we believe that success, I love our definition of success, by the way, you'll find it on the website. Our definition of success is is developing, developing intimacy with Jesus. That's what success is for impact. Hopefully that feels very Baymas like that. Hopefully Bayma would not feel outside of that. We talk about, we just did an entire session, Brent, an entire session, season seven on Sabbath, on spiritual. That's, that is pursuing intimacy with Jesus. That is what we're trying to teach college students. We're trying to equip them. We're trying to teach them how to model that for other people and how to teach other people how to do that same pursuit. And so that's always been kind of central to who we are. And then there's this other piece underneath it, which I would call this vocational, the sanctity of vocation is one of the things that we we talk about. We believe that that all work is holy and sacred, that these college students are coming to college in order to be trained vocationally for some work. They're going to go out into the world. They're going to do something. It might be social work. It might be teaching. It might be becoming a physical therapist. It might be. But what they're doing as a vocation is we, we talk about this in the podcast, Brent. We said that God is looking all the time. We say God is looking for partners, partners. God's looking for partners. Their vocational work is is going to be one of one of the ways that they're going to partner with God in the world to either pull the world apart or put the world back together. And so if we can equip that, with some spirit-filled pursuit of Jesus, if we can equip that with some good Bible reading, good hermeneutics, then we can give we can give these students the one thing that the university isn't typically going to give them. It's going to give them it's going to give them nine tenths of what they need. The university is going to give them all kinds of specialized training, beautiful development. I love. I'm not against the university. I'm very much for the university and what the university does. And we get to come alongside of the university and give them the one thing that the university probably is not giving them. Doesn't mean they're not, but probably is not giving them, which is the Jesus piece, the pursuit piece, the intimacy with Christ piece. We call it the, here it comes, Brent, the special sauce. If we can give that to our students. (laughs) 
I haven't heard that as much since you've been on Zematicus. I, I know. What a shame. <laughs> you, you got me. Uh, but but if we can give that to our students, then when they go out to do whatever it is, even if they don't get a job in what they were trained in and they got a degree but they don't use it, it doesn't even matter. If they have that that sauciness as they go out to do the thing that they're going to do with their life as a parent, as an artist, as a church leader, as a single person, as a missionary, as whatever it is they're going to do with their life. Um then Jesus is going to partner with them to put the world back together. And that's what impact is. Impact the you, impact the world. So Bema is a part of how this larger campus ministry organization is trying to equip students to do that work. And so um, I think people are familiar with Josh Basse. Yes, Brent? Well, I would hope so. <laughs> if they got to this. Well, I, I mean, I guess maybe if you stumbled into Bama and this is the first episode you're listening to, maybe not. But yeah. uh, yes, Josh has been a, a valuable teaching voice um, in session six and seven so far. Yeah. And and Josh has, uh, he was uh, for, for a, a while, um, the team leader here at Cincinnati. He was on the campus, the physical campuses here in Cincinnati. And if you've been if you've been following our podcast, you know that he had a bunch of health scares and he had a liver transplant and and that was crazy and God was good and he is still with us and it's amazing. Um, but part of what he has to do is he has to be really careful about uh, his immune system and it doesn't really set up a wonderful opportunity for him to be on the physical campus. And so we have shifted Josh into a more digital space because – um, Bema really hasn't had anybody that has focused on where are the college students in the Bema network? Who are they? What are they doing? And, and you heard him talk about this on the last episode. Well, maybe two, whatever, how many, however many episodes it was ago that Josh shared, he talked about how he's, he's looking for all of Bema's college students, um, to reach out and to contact him. And so I, I just want to double down on that because, Josh is one of the people, one of a few people, who's going to help us bridge the gap between this crazy podcast and this thing that we do at Impact, which is campus ministry. And he's going to bring these two worlds together. And if you feel like you're kind of out there on your own and you're a college student and you listen to this podcast and you haven't really found a campus ministry fit or you're just looking for a pastoral presence that you don't have anywhere else – if you're a college student and you listen to Bema, um, we want Josh to be at least a resource, a connection, a minister, a pastor that could be there to help and guide and direct and 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 pastor you well, shepherd you well. So that's that's some of that. Did I miss anything there? Uh, no, but I will also say as part of what Josh is doing and part of the things that he has heard from students that he wants is that they want a Discord server. And if you don't know what that is, it's basically the same thing as Slack. And if you don't know what that is, um, I mean, we've been talking about that for a while, but effectively it's just, it's a chat application. Discord has some different focuses. It originally came out of like a, it was a gaming focused tool and it, you know, there's a little bit more of an emphasis on um, streaming and audio chat and whatever, but for the way that we are using the service, Slack and Discord are effectively the same thing. There's channels, there's there's threads. Discord didn't used to have threads, but they have threads now. There's emoji reactions. It's all the same kind of stuff that we're already doing. The difference is Slack has shifted in its philosophy to this um, very enterprise-focused tool. Uh, to pay for Slack costs us, uh, I think it's up to like eight. 50 or nine bucks a month per user. 
um, which is just, I mean, it's tens of thousands of dollars a month. Like, it's just crazy. Like we're never, we're never going to pay for Slack because it's just, it's, I do think it brings some value, but it's not bringing that much value. And the other big frustration about Slack is because we are not on a paid plan, uh, we can only see the last 90 days of messages, which is a constant frustration for people. Like they come in, they're like, Hey, I searched for this. I didn't find anything. Am I doing it wrong? It's like, well, maybe nobody's discussed that before, but also maybe it's just been more than 90 days and you just can't see it. And it's also okay to start a new conversation. Like, I mean, how many times have we talked about Genesis one over the course of our podcast? Like, right. It's okay to, it's okay to revisit things, um, from different angles and whatever, but, uh, that, that is a frustration for people. And, um, for whatever reason, like discord is more appealing to, um, our, our student base and like, sure. I, I get it. There are nuances between the two, um, but it does seem like Discord is going to be a net win for us on a on a community level. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna change things a little bit as far as how we structure the channels and and what we do with that. Um, it's not going to be that different. Like honestly, uh, and I think I'm going to be able to transfer all the accounts. So if you have already created an account in Slack, like you'll just be able to use that same email and get in discord. I'm not completely sure how that process works yet. Maybe by the episode, uh, by the time this episode comes out, we'll, we'll have that set up. If so, that link will be in the show notes. Um, but also Slack's not going to go away immediately. Like we're going to do a nice, slow, easy transition. Um, but we want to create, uh, the kind of space that is more useful for people in the, like, like being able to, like, if you just show up at the podcast today and you're like, man, is there, and has anybody ever talked about this episode before? It's like, oh, they did, but that was two years ago. It's like, well, I want to see that conversation. I want to see what resources they shared. I want to see what ideas they had, whatever. Like it, it's just going to end up being a more useful tool if we can, if we can use it that way. And the, just the idea of discord is more appealing to the students that we're trying to reach in this campus ministry focus. So I understand it's change. It's it's annoying. Like maybe, maybe you're in a bunch of slacks and you don't use discord for anything. And now you're going to have to have this separate thing. That's me, Brent. Uh, I know, I know like, yeah, it, it's annoying. We probably should have just done this a long time ago. This is, this is my problem with every transition we've ever done on the podcast. We should have, we should have changed our podcast host and, you know, combined the, like way back in the day, in the beginning, each session of the podcast was an entirely different podcast. <laughs> and so everybody had to find the next one and get subscribed to the, and like, it's like, uh, like we should have, we should have transitioned that so much sooner, but whatever, it, you know, it's just, we made change it. is hard and I get it. I don't like change sometimes either. Um, but I do think it's going to be better. And so I'm sorry if it's frustrating, but that is on the horizon for us. Yep. We're, we're always going to just try to adapt and yeah, we are because of our heart, we are going to pay attention when we're doing things that are actually keeping college students away. And there's something we can do to make sure that they, they can be engaged. We're always going to, we're always going to lean that direction because of who we are and, and what we do. And, and so that's, we're going to keep evolving and we're going to keep doing stuff. Even if we are late, better late than never. The saying says that 
is what they say, yes. <laughs> so with that, this episode actually ended up being quite a bit longer than I expected it to. We just had a yeah. few bullet points and we really we really uh got philosophical there, Marty. We sure did. That's that's what I get when you can send me on sabbatical for a hundred days. <laughs> All right. Well, Coming up next week, we are diving into Isaiah. We've got a couple of introductory type episodes for that, and then at least 10 other episodes beyond that. I think we're actually going to end up having more. We're still kind of fleshing out all the plans for that, but plenty of Isaiah talk coming up. should be pretty fun. So absolutely, we we carry on. So you can go to baymodestabstrip.com to find the show notes. We've got a, a few things that we referenced today. You can find groups. Uh, we've got a map there with uh, over 300 groups. So there's probably one in your area. And if there's not, I'd love to help you get that started. Um, you can find events on the website. You can find the contact page. If you do want to start a group, like submit something on the contact page and that email will find its way to me through our Grand Central Dispatch, uh, Brian Trushinger. He will get that to me, um, and then we'll make that happen. So that is that is the best way to get in touch with us. So thanks for joining us on the Baymo Podcast. We will talk to you again soon.